0: Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry. This episode is brought to you by Fruit by the Mile. (laughs) Have you ever dreamed of lining up an entire mile of Fruit by the Foot? This is a pretty stupid question because we know the answer is already yes. But thanks to our achievement, we have been able to line up an entire mile of Fruit by the Foot and capture it on film. In this gripping new documentary from up-and-coming rising star and filmmaker Lucas (laughs) Coffert, we outline the troubles and inspiration that came as a result of Fruit by the Mile.
1: And we're back. We're back. Hello, everyone. Go.
0: Are we back? Again, the obligatory (laughs) 30 seconds of apology at the beginning of an episode (laughs) when it's been six weeks since we did the last one. Six weeks. But hey, now that school has started, um, well, it could be more than six weeks. It's been a hot minute.
1: Yeah, welcome Um, back to season three of the Orange Boy Inquiry. Also, did we just... Yes, we're just restarting.
0: (laughs) This time we're for sure going to do it every week. We're rededicating ourselves. Um, Lucas, did we just quantify the
2: term... A hot minute to be longer than six weeks. <laughs> so when, now guess, whenever Lucas says, it, "Yeah, it's a, it's gonna be a hot minute before I can jump on this, this Zoom call or something like that." He means he'll get to it in about seven to eight weeks. Six weeks. weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll just join in in like mid October. Like, oh, okay, hey guys, awesome. cool. Here I am. Well, nice. But we we are certainly excited to be doing this again. We will, like we've said every time we restart, we're gonna do this more consistently, but this time (laughs) we're actually less busy or at least more flexible. So we're gonna try our best to at least have once a week, maybe not Monday's release date, it'll be Monday this week, but um, we will get back on that train of a regular release schedule and talk about all that good stuff That documentary episode will eventually happen. I have actually had a few people ask me about that. It's like, hey, are you guys ever going to do that documentary episode? I'd be really interested to see that or listen to that. I was like, yes, we would love to do that. But also, we just haven't done any episode for
1: too long. (laughs) Literally literally every day of my life, somebody asks me about the documentary episode. (laughs) (laughs) I wake up to about four to five texts about it. It's
2: been a hot minute since I've even thought about the documentary episode. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I about, about six or seven, seven or eight weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but part of that, we're not doing documentaries this week because it requires more preparation and uh, we haven't done any. We're going to do it a little bit different this time. We are asking each other questions, but um, we are asking each other questions that we've never heard before, which is fun. Ooh. But we are talking about Loki this week. Um, That is not the newest, hottest topic anymore,
2: but it was very good. And Jared just watched it. And so, Jared just watched it.
0: And since we never talked about it, we figure we might as well now, since it is still pretty cool and good. Um, Well, if
2: if you guys don't mind, before we jump in, I know last time, because it it had been a second, we kind of talked about any movies or shows that we've watched in the last little bit, and I didn't know if you guys had any... Big highlights or big movies you watched that you loved or anything like that. I I kind of want to yeah. touch base with you guys before. Yeah, we got to do that.
1: <laughs>
0: well, we got to do that and we got to do the news the too. News. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's do the let's do the talking about what we've seen first. though. Cool.
1: Okay, so I uh, have been going to movies every week with a group of friends of mine, and nice. uh, we saw. I I think the two highlights. Well, one of them wasn't. The Tuesday night thing that we've been doing, but it was Shang-Chi, uh, this week that just came out absolutely stellar. I loved every moment of that movie, not just a great superhero movie, but a good Kung Fu movie. Like it was just, it was, it was awesome. Um, the other one that I wanted to highlight was free guy, which I just had a wonderful time watching. Especially as a bit of a a video game nerd growing up, I I really loved how it treated the video game industry like that, but like in a very endearing and loving light. And I just, I loved it. I thought it was great. I
0: thought it was cool, too. I was very shocked because the advertisements and, like, the marketing for that movie was wretched.
1: Yeah. Everything I
0: saw <laughs> about Free Guy, I was like, this is going to be horrible. Yeah. And then I went and saw it. I was like, hey, this is actually Surprisingly, pretty Surprisingly,
1: though, I was disappointed by Taika Waititi's performance.
0: Yeah, well, it, you could totally tell that it was, like, him doing a favor for his friend Ryan Reynolds, yeah, and like all of his scenes were shot in one day at the yeah. same place. <laughs> so, because it's like he made that while he was also making Thor mm. and uh, his new Star Wars movie and whatever else right. he's working on. Right. So, the boy's busy. Oh, and what we do in the Shadow season three. Right. Like that guy is just stacked.
2: Oh, and do, doesn't he have? But um. Like Reservation Dogs, is that his? Is that what it's called? Yeah, he yeah, produces yeah. that.
0: Oh, producer. Gotcha. so... Yeah.
1: That makes sense. Okay. He was also in the Suicide Squad,
0: in a brief role, but yeah. still in that. Yes. Oh, um, that was
1: another highlight of mine. I loved that.
2: The Suicide
0: Squad yeah, that was, was really cool. good. I, um, I also saw Shang-Chi this week. Jared will eventually see it. Jared, I'm pretty sure you're really going to like it. Yeah, this um, was... I, I
2: think it. I said this was one of my most anticipated. Um, if I didn't, I yeah. you know I'm excited for it, so... I just have been very awesome. busy with I, with orientation stuff. So, sorry. Back to school. You know how it is. Yeah.
0: You know how it is. Um, it was really cool. I also really enjoyed Shang-Chi. And my whole life I've said Shang-Chi, but it's Shang-Chi. Yep, me too. So. <laughs> so. And apparently it's changes. also Shanghai. Like, not Shanghai.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So... Hmm. You learn something new every day. Well,
1: that's why they called him that's why they called him Ong instead of Aang in the uh, Avatar movie was because that's technically course. like in China that's how you would say it.
2: Yeah, but they weren't in China. Good old. They were in the <laughs> Air Nation.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: the, Loosely the, based the, off China.
0: They were in the <laughs> They were in the not real world of the Avatar yeah. land.
2: Yeah, they were but in still. the <laughs> the world of his own. Hey, speaking of which, the Kickstarter finally ended. Uh Nile yeah. and I both pledged some money for the Avatar the Last Airbender uh, tabletop role playing game that's just coming out. So Avatar I'm Legends oh, nice. Avatar It Legend. should be out February be
1: and uh, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I'm really excited about it. That'll be awesome. It. Sweet.
2: But sorry. Sweet. Was there any others that you wanted to
0: to talk about, Lucas? Um, I also saw Candyman I thought that was really cool oh really Um, I need to see that yeah
1: it's on my list I thought it was
0: awesome and I thought the directorial style was awesome and it made me excited because the lady who directed that is also directing the Marvels, which is Captain Marvel 2 which comes out next year so I was
1: like hey there's some hope maybe that one will be pretty good yeah
2: there you go I'm not looking
1: forward to that one but you know anything I literally anything that can make me look forward to it awesome (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because I want to That's love the it. the sequel.
0: Because that next year is so stacked. It's Thor 4, Doctor Strange 2, Black Panther 2, and then also Captain Marvel 2. <laughs> and then the
1: Marvels, <laughs> so, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it, but I'm not super excited for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, otherwise, not a ton. I've been re-watching It's Always Sunny. Oh, nice. Which is, uh, which is always great. Um, but... Yeah, otherwise, let's get into some news, eh?
2: Well, uh, I'll, I'll do mine real quick, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. I just totally cut you off. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, I, I've really just been re-watching a lot of things, I feel like. Um, obviously, I saw The Suicide Squad, I saw uh, The Green Knight, which came out since we oh, last yeah. recorded. Oh yeah, that was also awesome, awesome. Which was kind of a... I have... Mixed feelings about, but I thought overall it was a, it was a good watch.
0: Um, I thought it looked really cool.
2: It looked really yeah. good. It looked really good, and I think upon rewatch, it'll be better for me. But um, agree. Yeah. Uh, I rewatched Ferris Bueller's Day Off recently, and it just reaffirms that that is one of my favorite movies. It's just such it's a, so good. It's awesome such one. a good one. Um, the museum scene alone, where they just go to the art museum. is is some of the best filmmaking ever. Oh
1: yeah. okay, my roommate, for the listeners, my roommate, for you guys, Ty, has never seen that movie. (laughs)
0: Oh, really? Like,
1: are you kidding me? So I'm super excited because we're going to watch it, and I always love watching things that I love when it's somebody else's first time because it kind of gives me the magic of feeling like it's the first time again. So I'm really excited about it. Oh, that'll be awesome. I, I can love those experiences,
0: but it's pretty brutal when the people or person you're watching it with is not as into it as you are yeah. or doesn't like it at all. Or yeah. just sits like on the phone. Like, I watch phone. What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, or just sits on their phone, oh, exactly. the worst. Like, I, I watch What We Do in the Shadows with a group of friends of mine because I was like, oh, my gosh, it, it's so funny. Like, we have to watch it. And I was the only one laughing the whole time. And I was just like, you know what? I don't even <laughs> oh, care. I'm gonna laugh my I'm gonna laugh my guts out because this is a genuinely hilarious movie. <laughs> yeah. And I mean there were there were some chuckles, but they were just like, that was dumb. It made no sense. It had no story. I was like, You guys are imbeciles. Yeah. That one is of, an amazing movie. One it's, of my uh, least
1: favorite things is when I show somebody a movie, like a studio Ghibli movie like Spirited Away mm. and their uh-huh. criticism of it afterwards is it was just kinda weird. <laughs> like, screw, that, yeah. That that means is. that you're stupid. Like yeah. <laughs> if you don't like a movie just because it's kind of weird, like yeah. you're the kind of person that orders like chicken nuggets and macaroni and cheese at like a steak place. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez.
2: Oh
0: man. Or or picks up um burger a burger at a a buffet, <laughs> yes. A, yeah, buffet. Yeah, yeah. a burger the, at the, the a the one little area, the, at the, the end Mongolian where a grill. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh man, I, I, okay. I'll, continue. You're yeah, the, yeah, the person. No, it's okay. The person
0: who orders the Sour Patch Kids ice cream
2: <laughs> <laughs> or cereal. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Or yeah, yeah, cereal. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah.
2: was. Yeah, the cereal. <laughs> um, it's been a while, but hey, we can, we can, we can self-reference. Callback. We, we haven't some, forgotten some
0: deep, everything. Deep cut.
1: <laughs> Jared's the Segway King, Lucas is the Callback King, That's and right. I'm yes. Bile. Hey, Bile. Niall is the King King. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: just the King. <laughs> um, yeah, the last one I'll, I'll throw out is I just also recently rewatched Slumdog Millionaire, which is Ooh, awesome. also
0: awesome. Yeah, I've never it, seen it.
2: You, you really should watch it, Nile. That's a and, good one. And don't, I don't know, i I've just have been thinking about it a lot recently and just how interesting of a story it is. And I mean it's
0: not what you would expect. No,
2: not at all. So I I kind of would say just don't watch the trailer if you haven't really seen anything about it. Just go in and and just experience it. Um, right. I've kind of yeah. likened it to Shawshank where it's just a really good story and it's really well told. So Uh
0: uh-huh.
2: but yeah. Nice. Okay, that's my I story. like that movie a lot. That's what I got.
0: Um, so I am currently in Park City with my family on vacation. Not really vacation. We're just kind of hanging out for Labor Day. So we're gonna do my question, and then I'm gonna bounce. But you guys could do news afterwards. Oh. And if that's all good, then the only thing I mean the biggest piece of news really is just the No Way Home trailer, and oh, I want to yes. talk to you guys about that.
1: Okay, well but we'll But That's hold gonna off. take. Yeah.
0: We'll we'll hold off we'll just because that's a. We'll just a big, talk
1: about it next week.
0: Yeah. Um, or in like a hot minute. so question for Loki it won't be a hot minute we'll talk about it next week because (laughs) next week we're going to be doing this regularly I won't be on vacation it'll be it'll be good Um, but Loki full spoilers ahead as well so if you haven't watched Loki I would go back and watch that before listening to this unless you don't care in which case welcome King, (laughs) the Conqueror shows up at the end um Woo! i would say that this was my favorite finale of the disney plus shows so far by a because it, yeah. it actually delivers on what it was building to it built to something and then it paid off it wasn't building to something and then it was like Ha-ha, nothing happens actually mm-hmm. but it built to kang and then it actually delivered on kang and that was so cool to me because that actor is awesome i'm ex- it was cool to see that version of the character because i bet the Kang that we're getting in Ant Man or whatever else is going to be drastically different. So yeah. it'll be cool to, it was cool to see in Mortis, basically, which is that version of Kang yeah. um, versus whatever we're going to get in the future because it seems like they're going to do a lot with Kang. Um, and basically, you know, season two, season one ends with announcing season two and basically saying that, like, you know the timeline is fractured sylvie killed mortis which was a bad idea turns out (laughs) ruins everything yeah (laughs) um i love just overall i loved loki i thought it was so awesome just as a marvel project in general but just especially considering the other disney plus shows i just thought it started pretty good and then just only got better from there yeah and so i'm excited to see what they do in the future i feel like those characters are not going to be self-contained in Loki as well. I feel like whatever happened there is going to have some big effect on the rest of the MCU too. So it'll be cool to see kind of if stuff in Doctor Strange happens or Spider Man or whatever other multiverse movies are going to be coming around. Um, but basically, my question is, um, with you know Kang and everything, like, what do you think season two is going to be about? Because who knows how long it'll be in the timeline? Like, is he going to get picked up right after it, where it ended with Loki talking to Mobius, like Owen Wilson's character and him not knowing, or are they going to do like a time jump and Loki is like doing other stuff and just kind of where do you want it to go and where do you think it will go? I'm going to respond first to my own question just because I got to bounce, but I want more. So for, it would be awesome if Loki shows up in Doctor Strange Like I don't think he would be a big role, but it would be cool to see him interacting with Doctor Strange and um, kind of going over what happened because it seems like what happened in Loki is gonna like for sure have an effect on Doctor Strange. So it would be awesome if he shows up in that and then from there is able to go into Loki season two with Kang and with dealing with Mobius. And I, I love the dynamic of him and Sylvia, him trying to like rescue Sylvie, or whatever her name was um, Lady Loki and then just trying to figure out how to reassemble the timeline I mean what if basically is what happened as a result of Loki so it's cool that those two lined up but it would just be cool to see more Loki more Kane more Sylvie and just more timeline jumping around I thought that was really cool Mm -hmm. yeah so that's what I got for you boys I will see you next week I'll edit the podcast so I'll listen to the rest of it But I gotta go. I love you.
2: Okay, well thank you. you. It's good to see you. Bye
1: Lucas. Bye. Bye. Finally, Lucas is gone. That guy sucks. (laughs) What was was once some
2: some orange boys uh, is now just a conversation between two. (laughs) Just
1: a conversation of two friends talking
2: about Loki. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Um, Talking about this show that they watched a little while ago. Yeah. Um,
2: and when for I me, it's it. been a
1: hot minute.
2: Yeah, and I watched it while I was very sick. Uh, I got the second vaccination shot for the coronavirus that is going around, if you've heard of gotcha. it. Gotcha. Um, I've heard of it. And it got me very, very sick. I felt more sick with this this vaccination than I did with the actual disease. So yikes! That was That's not terrible. super fun, but hey, it did give me time to finally watch it. So sure. And thank you, well, Niall, for giving me your <laughs> Disney Plus login for a second, so I could watch it on it.
1: Yeah, no problem. <laughs> you got us. So you got to share sometimes to get to get your friends to see some good shows. Um, yeah, so, and so now we've we've lost our chances at a Disney Plus sponsorship now because they know that we're lying to them oh no <laughs> and we know the disney plus execs are are listening to this
2: yeah that's true
1: or you know they'll find um, it yeah they'll find it they'll find um it. but i so my thoughts on uh lucas's question um first of all like i loved loki i'm i'm in the exact same boat as lucas where um, for for me, WandaVision started out really strong and then tapered in like the last two episodes.
0: Yeah. And
1: Falcon and Winter Soldier was really good for like episodes four and five. Um, but the sixth episode I like the finale I just kind of felt was lacking in the beginning the pacing was really weird. Overall yeah. I still really enjoyed it.
2: And I feel like um, both shows kind of had big reveals that just fell flat, you know what I mean? Right. It was like, right. oh, hey, you know, Quicksilver's in it. Oh, this is back, and this is happening, or multiverse stuff, and then, no, it's just an actor. Or even in right uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's like, oh, who's the, like, criminal underground whatever chick?
1: Right, the power broker.
2: The power broker. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, who's the... The gangster chick, and it turned out to be the blonde girl. That's literally all I know. Right. <laughs> I don't He's remember. Just like, her name. All
1: right, cool, Sharon <laughs> Carter. Thank um, you. <laughs> but uh, this Loki was the. It really felt very consistently exciting and consistently paced the entire time, and um, it like the build up of the timekeepers to have that be. Um, like they weren't real, that didn't feel like a disappointing reveal because it it showed that they were fake but then immediately posed the question, okay, so who is in charge? And there's immediately new intrigue, you know? And so I really did love that. Um, So for season two, because I think Luke's question is a great question, Um, I don't know when it's supposed to come out. I don't know if that's a thing that we're aware of. But my hopes are that... Because the the next time that we know that Kang will appear is in Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, Quantumania.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I kind of hope... Because I think it makes more sense that Loki Season 2 would come out before then and kind of do more Kang setup and then Kang's big stuff would be in that movie. But... I hope because of how big of a deal Kang is, and I really am scared that he's gonna be wasted on Ant Man instead of, like, <laughs> yeah, because I, said he's that like before. he's like, yeah, he's like Thanos, Galactus level, bad guy, and right. so to make him the villain of an Ant Man movie <laughs> makes me very skeptical. Um, Who knows? I and mean, so what I you hope could for, have, you could
2: have Thor show up in the Ant Man movies now. You could have like, yeah, you could have. Yeah. A different timeline Thanos to show up in Ant-Man and be yeah. like, they duke it out That's while true. Ant-Man's just pulling off a little quantum heist right. sort of thing.
1: <laughs> but, but what I kind of hope for is that Loki season two comes after Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania, and that Kang kind of like wins in that movie, if that makes mm. sense. Like he's not just used and then done away with. And then Loki season two deals with um, kind of that idea of like, okay, now Kang is like, yeah, the aftermath of him, like of Kang the Conqueror, who for the listeners who maybe don't know as well, um, because they don't use his name in the show. um, The one who remains, he who remains um, is a variant of a character named Kang the Conqueror who um, basically just takes over everything in existence, right? He wants to <laughs> conquer everything and blah, blah, blah. It's super intense. There's an arc for Kang in Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the animated series, which I definitely recommend watching. Yeah. Because um, it'll kind of give you a setup. That has informed all but... of my Marvel knowledge.
2: <laughs> it was that show it, yeah dude so you guys are it's like a,
1: it's a pretty comprehensive show
2: yeah when sylvie showed up i was like is that enchantress is that the enchantress yeah dude, yeah <laughs> like, there the you go very that, good that show
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah anyway
1: <laughs> but um yeah i i kind of hope that loki season two is after quantum mania or, if it's before Quantumania, I don't want them to be dealing with Kang the Conqueror. I want them to be dealing with all of the other variants of Kang. Because gotcha. he, the, he Who Remains talks about like the war between all of his different variants. I want to see that. I want to see them basically like cleaning up after all of the different Kangs until Kang the Conqueror emerges and then is set up for Ant-Man, Quantumania, and, and the rest of his future in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that's kind yeah. of what I hope for.
2: Yeah, I think that would be awesome. Um, that would be really cool. And I don't really have a whole lot of, like, expectations or, like, theories about where Season two is right. going to go. Um, just so the fans know, um, and if you recall, Wanda, Vision, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier both let me down. Uh, I was not excited to watch Loki and it took me, that's why it took me so long to finally get around to it and I had to be sick in bed and I wasn't able to do anything else before I finally was like, all right, I'll bite the bullet, I'll watch it. And I have to say, I was very impressed, I really, really enjoyed this, this, this show. And I think the biggest thing was just Tom Hiddleston's performance. Like, you can tell that guy yeah. is the best, if not one of the best actors in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, yeah. Um, he is so good at uh, being this this character that at simultaneously we're supposed to, like, not trust and hate and all that kind of stuff. But, at, you know, relate to and, and to root for. And he just nailed it. And so I was really on board. I, I feel like I was more able to get behind... Loki as a character than I was. Um, uh, Sam Falcon. Can't remember his, his name. Uh, no. Or Sam Wanda. Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Wanda. Like, I wasn't really able to just connect. Maybe that's just I'm a, I'm a white man and that I connect most with a white man. I don't know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I just think he's a great actor <laughs> and I thought he did great. Um, yeah, dude. Anyway, so that's that's my. Because usually we have these little. Debriefs before we get into it, but we had to kind of rush right. it. So, so two thumbs up from um, me. Uh, yeah. for me.
1: Yeah.
2: First season two.
1: For, wait, wait, wait! I want to interrupt really quick. Yes. To back up what you said about Tom Hiddleston, please. Because being not only man, is, is he <laughs> being a white man, he's just such an awesome white man. Um, no, he. No,
2: definitely not getting sponsored by Disney Plus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We might. Um, with, uh, with him being like one of, if not the best actor in the Marvel cinematic universe, he also is like hyper passionate about the Marvel cinematic universe. And I don't know if you were aware of this, but they, they would call them like Tom talks where backstage of, or like getting ready for Loki shoots Mm -hmm. he would run the rest of the cast through like what has happened in the Marvel universe up to this point and where his character at and like what version of Loki he's playing. And like, he, he's like, um, me about the Marvel cinematic universe. Like he knows all of the little ins and outs of all of the characters and like when things are happening. And, And it's because this really did launch his like, Large scale career was being mm-hmm. Loki, and so um, he's like hyper passionate about not just his stuff but the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole, and you can see how much he cares about it come through in the show, and I, I really love that.
2: Yeah, okay. no, I, that's no, I I did not know that actually, but that is that's really cool. Um, speaking of the different versions of Loki, I'm gonna throw this in now before I forget. But I also finally watched the dark world uh and i think i oh, told Christ. you that you were
1: telling you were telling me about this <laughs>
2: but just so the fans know i am 100 percent caught up on everything the that marvel studios has released <laughs> so Very good. i'm not losing gaps i watched it after loki because i was so impressed with it and i was like i gotta go back and watch Thor: the dark world and i and i really enjoyed it i liked it better than black widow so that's yeah. kind of what I've been telling
1: people. <laughs> I I honestly feel like a lot of the movies in the Marvel Universe that people crap on, like Thor the Dark World and Iron Man 2, just need a rewatch. They're yeah. still, like, weaker, weaker movies, but I think that people kind of get in their heads and convince themselves, and it kind of becomes this echo chamber of, like, yeah, they're terrible, yeah, they're terrible, when yeah. really they're not that bad. They're just not quite up to scale with, like the first Iron Man movie or stuff like that.
2: Right. And with Thor, the dark world being so integral to everything else to come. Right. It has like the ether. It has Thor and Loki's mom and that relationship that keeps getting brought up and revisited as well as just like the events coming out of Avengers and going into um, Ragnarok. Basically it's just like really uh, like important stuff and,
1: it's
2: a big anyway, time movie. Big big time movie, um, but yeah. Anyway, back to back to season Lucas's two. question: the future. Ah oh, gosh, Lucas always keeps us on track. No, he's. I know. Gone. <laughs> no, actually, Lucas rants more than both of us. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is. Let's just talk about our least favorite yeah. things about Lucas yeah, for the rest so, of this episode.
2: I hate how he's the tallest. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I also hate how educated and kind he is generally to people.
2: Yeah. And Idiot. he's so arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lucas is, Lucas is the best. The best and brightest. Season two, Lucas, this is my thoughts. Um, I want to see Tom Hiddleston try to, or Loki try to reconnect with Sylvie. Obviously that relationship was big in the show. Uh, and so his search for her I would say is probably the first several episodes of what I expect he's out trying to find her um, while Owen Wilson his character Mobius and was B-15 or something like that uh, the something hunter. like that B-52 52 um, yeah. no
1: I was kidding because that's the name of a bomber plane and also the band the B-52s <laughs>
2: that's right I actually want <laughs> only Rock Lobster to play Um, Love
1: Shaq
2: I think it'd be really cool just to see like you know like this is what I'm thinking is just you know Scooby Doo the old classic cartoon where you'll they'll, like, run through one door and then come out that same door and, and then the monster's the other, chasing yeah. them. And they're just, like, running yep. through doors. And, and
1: then they're chasing the monster. They're all chasing. And then the monster comes out and they both back out of the doors and then back into each other and, and then they, they chase around, each other then, again.
2: Exactly.
1: Run That's what them.
2: I want this show to feel like, you know? And even if they do stuff like that, visually, that'd be great. But I want it to feel like they're running from Mobius and then they find the other one and then actually, oh, maybe he's not the the one that's on their side or, you know, and or Loki's looking for Sylvie and it's just like a mess, but it's like a mess we can follow and it's just fun. Um, I obviously, I don't know much about Kang and, um, what their plans are with that, but if Loki's running from his friends slash enemies trying to find this alternate version of himself who he enjoys being around. Ha, ha, ha. LOLO. Uh, XOXO. <laughs> um, while also trying to and stop this, like, impending collapse of the multiverse. Um, like, I think that's just really interesting because it's like, Yeah. nobody else really understands the stakes except for him. Uh, and he is trying to get an ally while also running from those who were once his allies. So, Something along those lines. I'm sure they'll figure something out. I just want them to land the ending like Lucas said. And give it a good yeah. uh, good finale. So that's my Well, cool. <laughs> that's mine. Right it's,
1: on.
2: It's also going to be hard to do uh, segues without knowing the next question.
1: I know. So... so with that in mind, speaking of how hard it will be to do segues... I imagine one of the hardest things for a writer or director to do um, in a show is just not only create a story, but create um, very good, strong moments that an audience can connect with, right? Yeah. Um, And I think that in the larger scale of things, moments are what people tend to remember, like with Avatar, The Last Airbender, like, everybody remembers when Aang says, I have to kill Fire Lord Ozai, and you're like, oh... Bro, I just and got it's chills. Just, you saying that. I just got yeah, chills. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's that moment is made amazing because of everything else that's happened and, up to yeah. that point, but the moment itself is so powerful, right? And so I want to know, what is your favorite moment from this show
2: yeah no that's a that is a really good question and one comes to mind uh very quickly uh i'm just trying to remember everything that happened in the show because obviously I, we didn't prepare for these so right um because i'm sure there's there's a good moment uh with with loki um because uh, I'll say two things. I'll say one of my favorite parts of the show, like sure. and just that thread. And I'm sure there is a moment that really like, you know, encapsulates it or um, I don't know. Is that like quintessential moment for that, that thread? And that's just Loki um, realizing like he can change sort of thing or like yeah, he he yeah. can be trustworthy a little bit in the in the end, or he can do good and he can be a hero, that sort of thing. Where that like even time loop with um, the chick from Thor, I can't remember her name. Uh, where she just says like uh, you conniving Sif. Sif, yeah that's right, like you conniving little, uh, like you cut my hair stuff like that, and yeah. he's like worm. Yeah, worm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see that's the other thing. For everyone who listens to the podcast, this is mine and, and Niles' relationship, where I, we've seen the same things. And a lot of the times, even if I've seen it more recently, he still can quote it way better than I can. So I'll call him up and be like, hey, you know that one joke that kind of goes like this from a stand-up special uh, by some comedian? And he's like, oh, yeah, you mean this exact line from this exact special from this exact comedian? And he's like, oh, yeah, the timestamp's like 40 minutes in. I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, that's just a side note. <laughs> I have the yeah, worst memory for this stuff. Yeah, that's about right. Um, but, yeah, so so that whole thing was... I love that scene, and I loved that part of it. I'm going to say, though, my favorite moment is when they're on the moon, or planet, or moon, or whatever, and the planet is crashing yeah. into them. Um, and it's yeah. serious. They're trying to get to the arc. It seriously feels like... Like, this was one of the few shows or movies where I just genuinely had no clue how they were going to get out of it. Um, yeah. And it was just super interesting. It was it was really... Like, they have that conversation where it's just right at the end, they're going to die. And yeah. they have the, uh, the moment, the lovey-dovey moment that's going to spark this relationship or whatever. Like, that was a great moment. And it really yeah. did uh, just come out of the blue for me and uh it really landed so that's my answer but yeah yeah my sorry my my thoughts are a little scattered but
1: no that's that's a good answer i honestly i remember watching that episode because that episode as a whole was maybe my least favorite of the series just because it kind of felt a little bit like side questy yeah but the end of that episode i it ended and i was like Okay. What? How? <laughs> what? What could they even possibly do next? You know. Right. And and I love it when a show makes me feel like that. You know. Yeah. Um, for me, it's kind of tied uh, between two things. Um, Please. T- in in a typical Nile fashion, I can never come up with just one answer. Um, but. You, you
2: you can answer for, for Lucas as well.
1: Okay. Perfect. So, um, so do your answer
2: and then do Lucas's.
1: My my answer <laughs> is, um, in the first episode, this is kind of a cop out answer, but oh. when he's when he's watching his, the future of his life playing through, um, yeah, and and he sees his mom die and he sees. Um, him and his brother talking to each other in the in the elevator in Ragnarok when Thor is like, you know, I always looked up to you. And, and he's like seeing all of these emotional events that he hasn't even experienced yet. Yeah. And then he watches his own death and then it's like file complete. And just the, first of all, the acting in that scene of him being able to so clearly express, you know, like what that would feel like to watch the rest of the events of your own life play out mm-hmm. um, and also non-verbally because he's just sitting there alone. He doesn't say anything and he just watches it. So it's, good. it's beautiful. I loved that moment so much. And it, that was where it's like, it, it just makes you love Loki so much more because it's like, okay, yeah, this dude is like, he's a real person you know even though he's a god and he's like so I don't know I just I love what it does for the character and what it does for the audience and yeah. it's just a very very beautiful moment
2: that was great um, yeah
1: Lucas's favorite answer is um, in the leading up to the finale so in the second to last episode Okay. Um, when they're fighting the big cloud monster that believe it or not I connect Cannot remember the name.
2: Oh my gosh
1: Um, I know I'm the I, worst. I can't either. Um, but the well, big cloud dog. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> Some dog, guard dog sort of. Yeah. Thing.
1: Look up. Look up. Cloud dog Loki, and it'll come up. Um. But.
2: A lot. Got a, it. A, a yeah yeah yeah. Eliath. Eliath. I was like, I forgot how to um, pronounce it. So <laughs> because I did Elioth. look up Cloud Dog Loki and it's like, everything you need to know <laughs> about Loki's newest monster. About Elioth. Elioth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Cloud Dog Loki. Um, but when they're trying to enchant Eliath, and Sylvie is like, like, grab my hand, you need to help me enchant it. And Loki says, I don't know how. And then... Um, she's like, yes, you do, because we're the same. And I love that because, like, throughout the whole series, they're growing, I can't like, farther and farther apart as, like, their own characters. When Sylvie's mm. first introduced, it's like, this is Loki but a girl. And then right. the more you learn, the more they're like, okay, they're not actually even the same at all, but then also they still kind of are. And so I love that idea. Mainly, Lucas loves this idea because... Sure. It shows that um, Loki can do more than he thinks he can do. Yeah. Which is a cool concept to give a god. Like, this (laughs) god doesn't even know all of the powers that he has. And I think that's cool. And then also, it's cool just because it, it further builds the idea that, like, they really are one but their own versions of that one and i i think that it's really really just an awesome moment when they they have that and and also when classic loki is like distracting him with the giant illusion with played by richard e grant which is amazing <laughs> I, <no>. like <laughs> fantastic but, um well yeah that, i mean that, that, that whole was, thing i thought was great
2: yeah that moment too seeing like the classic loki's illusions and stuff, like. Yeah, this guy is so strong. And you just really don't see the extent of uh, our Loki's power. And so that's a great answer, Lucas. Uh, I'm going to add one more in, which was just like, I thought really actually maybe one of the coolest moments. And that's when he gets the first episode. Loki finds the Tesseract and he's going to try to leave. And then he just stares into this drawer. And you're like, what could he be looking at? And it's just infinity stones, you know? Coming yeah. off of Endgame in the Infinity War saga, you're just like, whatever yeah. this show is, is so much bigger than everything yeah. else we've seen. And that was really, really one of the coolest yeah. moments. And
1: and he walks up to the screen and he's like, is this the greatest power in the universe? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that, that should make everybody so afraid of Kang. Because yeah. Kang has that which mm-hmm. is stronger than the infinity stones. It's just, it's, it's so cool.
2: So yeah, that might be my favorite, but I mean, both of those were, were really good. All, all all of those moments, yeah. this, this show is jam packed with it. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really just don't have a good segue. Maybe it's just cause I'm tired from all the orientation work I've been doing, but that's fine in our, in our interim, before we get into the next question, um, I want. I looked up the like Rotten Tomatoes and IMDB scores of the three shows. Just kind of like okay. what? Like rating wise, how are we looking? Um and they're all rated really well, right? Wandavision's ninety one percent. Uh and eight out of ten. Falcon and Winter Soldier is ninety percent and seven point three wow. out of ten, I know. <laughs> And then Loki, I did not think
1: that they would be competitive with each other at all.
2: No, Loki is 92%. So it's 90, 91, and 92% on Rotten
1: Tomatoes. Wow, tight grouping.
2: Tight grouping. So I'm like, okay, all right, come on. <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier was good. WandaVision was fine. You know, like 91%. Right. I've, seen, I've seen like 70% films that for that I think are better, but... Anyway, right. so I just, anyway, I only bring that up because, like, it's crazy how well-received these shows have been. Um, right. And I've already talked about how great I think Loki is and Tom Hiddleston uh, and his portrayal of him. Uh, but this is still, um, you know, a, a TV show that relies on the interaction and the existence of a bunch of characters working together and against each other. And so I wanted to ask you, outside of Loki, who was your favorite character, or what character do you think added the most to the show? Um, and it could be for whatever reason, acting um, or uh, their part in the narrative or sure. um, yeah, their ability to swing a
1: sword. Well, <laughs> it's it's unfortunate because I know that my answer is the right answer. Um, And that's that it's, like, obviously Mobius. Um, (laughs) I just think that... I think that he was just perfect. Like, I I could not have asked for any better of uh, an actor or performance or writing. Like, he was just great. And I think one of the, the funny things... Is is that they were able to make this character talking about wanting to ride a jet ski, like one of the most effective emotional centers of any of these shows thus far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when he's talking right before he gets pruned, and she and he's like, you know, I think, I like. He's just like, just wherever, whatever world I came from, that's the world I would want to be from. And just just me and my jet ski, and he's like, he cares so much about it, and then he gets pruned, and you're like, uh,
2: no! I, I was shocked. I was shocked when I he know. got pruned.
1: Yeah, it's, and um, he's so
2: beloved. It's, it's yeah, hard. and
1: he was he was just great, and he was he was funny when he needed to be, but also like very intelligent and understanding when he needed to be and he he wasn't just the fool which you know you get owen wilson it's easy to make that character just kind of like wow and and that's (laughs) like all he does yeah but he was very like there was a lot of depth to that character and the performance was great and i just i i don't see how it could be anyone but mobius
2: yeah i mean Honestly, like part of the reason I wanted to ask this question is just so we could have a second to talk about Owen Wilson's performance yeah. as well as Tom Hiddleston's because the two also worked so well off of each other and yeah, um, yeah. Owen Wilson's character at the same time was like, again, an antagonist and an ally and yeah, I just wanted him to be successful in either goal or in both because I related so much to Owen Wilson and, and Tom Hiddleston. Um, that I just, I really, really enjoyed both of their performances. Uh, but when you said the obvious choice, uh, you clearly weren't thinking about, uh, Alligator Loki. (laughs) Yep.
1: Croaky.
2: (laughs) Is that what his name is?
1: (laughs) That's what a lot of people call
2: him. Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) Croaky. That's kind of (laughs) great. Uh, yeah. Croaky. Uh, (laughs) no. (laughs) Or just Loki with a vote for Loki sticker on him. (laughs) Politician Loki, I don't know.
1: Yeah, President Loki. In in the comics, his name is President Loki. There's a story, it's a very politically charged story, but it's basically about how Loki runs for president and wins um, because of how, you know, messed up America is, and then he screws things up even more. Ah. But that's what the character design was, at least.
2: <laughs> we go we love a good political commentary. Um yeah. no but I outside of Owen Wilson, again, I really, really enjoyed Sylvie. Um I thought yeah. at first, um I don't know, I I had to be sold on it. It was something very different, very new, and then slowly I realized, hey, this is the Enchantress without them ever saying this is the Enchantress. It's like, oh, yeah. she enchants people and she's blonde and she looks yeah, kind of like that's Loki. That's two for two. <laughs> you know, I was like, all right. <laughs> Very nice. But that yeah. that whole character added so much um, and her performance was great. And even peeling back her backstory of like seeing, dude, yeah, like she was torn from her home and her life and now she's just trying to survive and or bring down these beings who are to blame for that that life right um it was just very intriguing and very interesting and i really wanted her to to be happy with with our boy loki and so i thought i thought she added a ton to the story a lot to the character of loki and then just made for an interesting like who like political game where you know he's trying to help her, but also help Mobius, and that was really fun. Yeah. So yeah. well,
1: and how cool from a writing perspective to give your main character a foil by giving them themselves. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like it because that's exactly opposite of what you would think to do for a foil for your character. You want someone who's kind of like presses against and is different. But yeah, like I a, think
2: like a Thor, Loki,
1: you know. Yeah, but Loki seeing Sylvie and how cold and calculating and manipulative and like messed up she was, mm-hmm. I think really made him seem more like the emotional like like feeling and caring and like weirdly like more altruistic character. And I I just think it was it was cool because they're both the same but it, it brought out the different parts of both of them. It was really, really cool. Yeah. Very well written, I thought.
2: No, that is interesting. And they have that line there at the end where it's like, you know, I can't be trusted and you can't trust, you know? So we're kind of at this... Yeah. <laughs> we're kind of at an impasse here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a little tough. Um. But yeah, no, I think... I think all the characters were great. And even... I don't know. Even up to like, the B fifty two hunter chick. Like she was yeah. interesting and, and awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like it was, it was, it was really great cast, great story. Um, yeah. yeah. Are we? I think those are the three questions, and obviously we. Those haven't, are the
1: three questions. We haven't
2: asked uh, our Instagram. <laughs> we have not nope. been on Instagram in a nope. hot minute. Um, so I don't know if you want to inform me on some news to finish things off, to wrap it up. Uh, Let's
1: talk about some news. Let's talk about some news. Let's get right into the news. So here's the deal.
2: I'll go. Can I go first?
1: Yeah, you can.
2: This is news, not for you. This is news for our fans, and it's a great time to say it now that Lucas is not here. But the fruit by the mile
1: is yes. a video
2: that Lucas uh, made. Niall was there to help, and he's in it, and he does great. Um, but I, I'm sad I missed it. But really, the final product that that they release is so funny. Um, you guys have got to check it out. We're, I'm gonna to try to share it on our, on our Instagram, uh, for you all to see it. Oh, but nice. Go go onto YouTube and just look up fruit by the mile. Somehow this is like the only video <laughs> about Proof <laughs> of the Mile, which is insane to me. Um, yeah, they, it was a great job. So go support Lucas in that and uh, see Niall yeah. and comment. Oh, it's, wow. It's, it's a is very so cute. solid video. Nile, Please Dorley. comment
1: about how cute I am. <laughs> I'm very insecure.
2: Um, but this was also Niall, so like here's... Not, not Bile. Right. This was back in the day of Nile. This
1: was so. This was Nile, but I know that because of how similar we sound and look. If he gets compliments, I kind of, just I take it. You know. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's my but news. Here's my news. Uh, the Marvel, the first um, Marvel Studios animated content has been coming out in the form of Marvel's What If. Um, have you been watching this, Jared? No. Okay, so go ahead and log back into my <laughs> Disney Plus. Um, because here here's my brief review of it. I'm, we'll probably end up talking about it, but... First episode, kind of good, but you might as well <laughs> just watch the first Avenger because it's, like, the exact same story. Sure. Second episode, much cooler. Third episode very interesting and fourth episode like maybe some of my favorite marvel content that's out there. Fourth episode was so cool. So cool. um what if uh it's it's coming out it's basically just like you know what if for example what if T'Challa had become had been um abducted by the Ravagers and become Star-Lord instead of Peter Quill?
2: Oh, cool, cool. And, like,
1: what, what would the universe look like in that case? Or um, uh, what if um, the Earth's mightiest heroes were killed? And so, like, before the Avengers could be made, what if all of them were killed and what would have happened, you know?
2: Interesting.
1: Um, and And this last one was called What If Doctor Strange Lost His Heart Instead of His Hands? And it was insane <laughs> very emotional i definitely was shedding tears at the end of the episode the first time i watched it so um worth so, a watch for sure so
2: check it out okay no that's good review yeah. so
1: um other news a lot of it i feel bad because my news is almost always just marvel related lucas knows all of the non marvel news but Um, The Scarlett Johansson lawsuit against Disney is still going strong.
2: Oh, Um, I've never heard of this, actually.
1: Oh, you haven't heard about this. So Uh Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney right now um, because of the the Disney Plus release of Black Widow, because she was also executive producer of that movie, and the Disney Plus release made it so that she got much, much less money off of it. And they're investigating it to see basically if that technically can count as a breach of contract um, for the contract that Disney made for her. So. Um, pretty complicated stuff. A bunch of people have joined in on this, and most recently the Russo brothers, who directed uh, Infinity War and um, End Game, as well as Civil Captain War. Captain America, and the Winter, Winter Soldier.
2: Soldier.
1: Um, were apparently in kind of conversations with Marvel to come back to direct something. And now after expressing public support for Scarlett Johansson in the lawsuit, um, looks like those talks have been kind of stomped out for now. No. Um, so there's kind of, kind of a lot going on there, but, uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated on the developments of that. And I don't, I, no other news is coming to my head right now. Um, we're recording this episode basically just because we realized that all of us had a sec to record together. Yeah, so clearly. not a lot of prep went into this one. But next clearly week I'll have Lucas. a bunch of the mo- news that I missed.
2: Lucas really only had one second to be honest, but.
1: <laughs> Seriously, yeah. It's good. And now they he's going to be gone for about a hot minute.
2: Yeah, so it's just bile and me
1: just yeah. by so anyway
2: me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, all right so that's the end of the episode uh, we'll see you in 6 to 7 weeks
2: um uh, standard for us <laughs> procedure
1: okay bye
2: later